0: I'm Deva Flowers.
1: And I'm Chief Bob Vasquez.
0: Welcome to Creating Leaders of Character.
1: Our purpose in creating this podcast is to help you empower yourself as a leader.
0: Specifically as a leader of character.
1: Deva and I come from two very different times. You might consider me an old school kind of leader.
0: And I'm what might be considered an emerging leader.
1: As different as our perspectives may be, We both agree that leading with character is important these days. Actually, it's always been important. Now, it may even be critical.
0: Throughout this podcast, we'll share our perspectives, not to convince you to think like either of us, but to help you develop your own perspectives and apply them to make you a better leader.
1: A leader of character. This podcast is powered by the Institute for Leadership and Strategic Foresight. Well, we are back together after a fairly, I don't know, is it long, short hiatus? That's
0: been uh, a long, good break. <laughs> yeah,
1: I guess we should have told our uh, listeners that we were going to do that, but uh, we did. So now we told you, so we're over it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, we need a break. Yeah. A I little can... one. Uh, now, you
1: were out uh, doing stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so this was my little summer. I don't know what time it is for all of y'all listening, but... Um. Yeah, we went and I went to a summer camp my grandparents owned, did some lifeguard training, went out to a little mission trip where we, my husband built some wheelchair ramps and I did some uh, fence painting and brush clearing for people in a community that was really fun. But it was really hot. Um. And then after that, I needed, I needed about a week to recover. So yeah.
1: <laughs> that was good. <laughs> yeah, it, it's been hot for especially for y'all you know mm-hmm. i'm uh, i'm on I'm not on vacation i'm doing some um uh, serving i guess the same similar thing for my uh, my yeah. daughter in missouri where it is uh, it's 100 degrees today and mm-hmm. very very humid i'm not used to this you know in, in colorado where i live it's uh right now it's about 60 degrees and no humidity so mm-hmm. um a little bit of a of a change but uh but you were out there and, and aren't you pregnant? You're not supposed to be doing those type of things. You know?
0: I am very pregnant. That is my update.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and uh, every time I peek my head outside right now, it's 101 or so and the humidity is mm. horrible. And I get a head rush and I go right back inside. <laughs> so yeah. well, I'll have to take to my, do. yeah, I have to take my my walk or whatever early in the morning. And then we go to the gym uh, later in the evening, but I can't stand the, the middle of the day right now. It's hard.
1: Well, we were, uh, as we were texting each other, we've agreed that a topic that may be suitable for what we're doing is uh, resiliency. Because Mm -hmm. I think we better practice that, especially during the summer, you know, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, resiliency. Most of the time is uh, considered reactive. It's it's when you uh, uh, come back from something and, and well, and that's probably true, But I think that we can be resilient by being proactive, uh, Deva, instead of, you know, uh, having to to get back from something, prepare for it. Like you getting doing, I don't know, did you prepare to go out there other than your mind saying it's going to be hot?
0: (laughs) Well, I knew I would be in the water, so I guess that's a bit of a preparation because… I knew I couldn't go out in 102 all day unless I was doing something like lifeguard training. Yeah. Um, and I agree. I think there's two different types of resiliency. There's what I think of as like bouncing back um, resiliency, which a lot of people think about. And then there's also, oh, that's a resilient person. Well, how do you be a resilient person? Is it just mean... Does it just mean that you bounce back easily or maybe those people prepare for their challenges yeah. better than others? Yes. Yeah.
1: And, and and as usual, it, it makes more sense to prepare to be ready to do the things that you should be and that's really what you be you're doing, is doing the things that you should be be doing anyway, instead of all of a sudden you got to, you know, and and, and I'll tell you what, the, I think I said this before on the show, I'm a little bit older than you. And I, I know that experience a lot better than you because although, you know, I guess being pregnant is a, it's a little bit different, not quite uh, the same as being old, but as you get older, you realize that the the vessel does not do what it used to do. And it's just, uh, uh, you know, it, it makes more sense to be proactive, take care of it before you need it. I have a, a friend that well, he was my like my bodyguard at basketball. You you remember I was at the Air Force Academy and yeah. I had the best seats in the house at Clune uh, Arena, and uh, his name was Dave, and he was a, a bus driver, a retired master sergeant, Army master sergeant, uh, good guy, good guy. But uh, Deb and I uh, missed him for a couple of games, actually like th- three or four, and finally we asked the, the substitute, "What where's Dave? What's up with him?" And uh, the substitute says uh, he had a heart attack oh uh, that's serious and she said yeah but he's recovering he's uh, he'll be back okay that's that's good that's good so a couple of games later uh he did recover he was back and i you know it was good to see him and we, we do the family hugs and all that and uh, and i asked him you know what happened he said well you know i i just didn't take care of myself and all but now i'm exercising and i'm uh, i've got a diet and i uh, get my rest and all." i said wait a minute dave Why didn't you do this before you had a heart attack? Mm. You know, and and unfortunately, the fortunate part, I guess, is he was resilient enough to recover. Mm -hmm. The unfortunate part is he should have been doing this to begin with, you know, and, uh, you know, and and if we can uh, touch one person out there that's listening, I don't care how old you are. You know, again, my cadets are uh, or were 18, 19, about about your age. And the first semester, they had to run a mile and a half every day or uh, exercise, workout, uh, eat right, and all that kind of stuff because they were pre- preparing for what they call recognition. But um, after that, they quit doing it. And mm-hmm. I'd always wonder, I tell them, you know, the idea is to stay fit, to, you know, maintain your fitness the rest of your life, not just one semester. And mm-hmm. uh, But that's the way I think, I think people are. Uh, but I don't know that you – all you youngsters are, but you know you think that you're going to live forever, and I hope you do. Uh, but chances are you won't. But mm-hmm. you got to take care of yourself while you're here.
0: I think the heart attack is a is a great example because I think a lot of people don't think that the consequences will come. Um, it's possible that oh, I can just get away with not doing the hard thing. I don't have to go to the gym this week or next week or or next month. Uh, my health will just stay the way it is because. Those things uh, are gradual um, when we're talking about physical fitness. It, it's really gradual, not only the falling apart process, but also the building process. It's really it's really hard to go to the gym every day and not see the quote unquote results that you want until month six, you know, yeah. so so that's definitely difficult. But well, al- it's-
1: Although it's harder when you're in the hospital because you didn't do it. <laughs>
0: Yeah. So I, I heard something funny, uh, and hopefully you'll laugh. Who knows? Maybe you'll be upset. But my midwife yesterday, we had an appointment and she was talking about how it's harder to gain weight or it's uh, easier to gain weight in our old age and she said yeah our ancestors they just they they didn't feed us old people and we we wouldn't go hunting so we just had to wait for the scraps yeah. <laughs> so we are yeah. we're, used, we're, we're used to starving and and she said you you know in pregnancy um you gain weight like crazy because you're you, we were used to starving and you couldn't starve you needed yeah. all the food so yeah. So there's different stages and different ages for sure, but I have to be. Uh, uh, I, at first, I was told to gain more weight, uh, and and now I'm I'm thinking, okay, you know, I'm towards almost you know three months count to the countdown, and I'm going to start um, eating a little differently. I've I've been eating really well, but maybe a little bit less than I have been. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, it's hard. And,
1: you know, they say you're eating for two. Now mm-hmm. that's usually an excuse for two ice creams or two McDonald's yeah. burgers or whatever, uh, but but again and uh last year or so sometime I, I was put on a diet uh, for various reasons and uh interestingly I ate more than I normally mm-hmm. do and I have fallen back into my old habits like we always do but uh but the idea was to eat the right things yeah not the bad things you know cuz Again, you can eat a, a bag of potato chips, and that's not going to be a lot of nutrition. Where you can eat a, a, a handful of uh, blackberries or blueberries, and that's a lot better for you. It may be the same amount; it may fill you up the same, but th- there's a there's value in it. So, uh, well, well, let's 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 break it down a little bit. The the, the first thing is exercise, like I was uh, alluding to. You know, it. Um, my my sense is that when you think. That it's a, a chore to do it, then you don't do it, or you hate it. You you know you're reluctant to do it. When you think that it's uh, enjoyable, then you're more likely to do it. So, and we all know that we need to exercise, you know, the, the body. But uh, I, I I don't know. And, uh, now I, you got to be careful what you do. Okay. I know you're doing too much probably because you're one of those overachievers, <laughs> uh, but, but you know, it's probably not a smart thing to go play soccer right now you know, mm-hmm. with a baby inside you, but there uh, swimming is probably a good thing. Mm-hmm. You know, find something that you enjoy doing. And even, you know, uh, especially as since you mentioned all uh, farts, taking <laughs> a, a, a good walk, you know, a, mm-hmm. a strong, I call it a strong walk. Uh, when I'm at home, I, uh, uh, during the the spring and summer, I take my dog out Rocky and he takes me for a good walk. You know, he he's got his pace and he's going to go by it, whether I like it or not. So he drags <laughs> me, you know, but, um, but exercise is important. Find something that you enjoy doing. You know, it's don't, don't, don't force hmm. yourself. Cause when we force ourselves, Usually, we'll quit pretty quickly, or we'll hurt ourselves, or we'll come up mm-hmm. with some excuse. And I'll tell you what, I am the king of excuses, Deva. Uh, I, I am I am so good that I don't even use words. I have numbers. I'm not working <laughs> out today because I'm number 33. Uh, maybe number 22. I am I so know. good at this. you know. I, I've done this for so long. So uh, what do you think? It, it, do you agree if you find something oh, that you yeah. enjoy doing?
0: For me, it helps to have a goal. Um, I grew up doing Civil Air Patrol, and they always uh, had that last exam whenever you finish, finish a cadet program, and it it consists of uh, uh, 60 to 70 push-ups, uh, 60 to 70 sit-ups, and a mile and a half run. and It's supposed to prepare you for applying for either Air Force ROTC or the Air Force Academy. Um, and most of my time as a young child, I I was not making those markers. It's hard for, for anybody to do 60 to 70 pushups, but I think for women, especially to build up the endurance um, in their triceps and their in their chest, um, which are usually underdeveloped in women. Um, so the, my, my fitness journey really started with, with preparing for that exam and in the process of having that goal of running a six and a half mile mo- or a. a mile and a half, uh, I started doing, um, and it was within a certain time, you know, it wasn't just a, a casual jog. You had to get it under seven minutes and, uh, 25 seconds per mile. Um, and so in the process of seeking that goal, I actually found something that I really liked, which was trail running. I love mm. trail running, like going out on any kind of trail over here in Texas. We have quite a few of them. I'm sure they do in Colorado, um, mountain, you probably be more mountainous, but, right. um, almost in every state you could find a pretty good trail, maybe around some water. And I loved that because it, I got to see things. I had mile markers. And, um, mm. so I really liked long distance running, um, And once I found that goal, uh, that's actually what got me through my first kind of weight hurdle. Not everybody needs to lose weight. Some people want to gain weight. But for me, I went from uh, I dropped 45 pounds in the process of four months, and that was at the start of COVID. And that was really encouraging for me. And that got me into weightlifting and stuff like that. Uh, I did want to say though seasons definitely change and uh, I was told not to run uh, very much in pregnancy there's yeah. too much too much jostling and right, yeah, and yeah. so that was hard for me um finding something else that I really liked and I do really like swimming and I think it's very good for pregnant women and and for people who have joint problems or don't want to shake up their knees or anything like that too much, uh, the other thing is weightlifting. I'm I'm an avid weightlifter. I think it's so good for anybody. And you know, if you don't want to call it weightlifting, you can call it resistance training. It's it's, I think what your muscles need um, to support any kind of exercise you like. So, yeah. so yeah. what do you think? What are your what are your favorites?
1: Well, I, I'm going to uh, uh, gloat a little bit because I I, I work out. Uh, I have two different uh, systems that I do. And I switch out every day six times a week, uh, about an hour and a half uh, each day. And one of them, the, uh, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays, I do, uh, I include uh, push ups. And I do uh, right now, and and I move up and then I, I steady up. I haven't gotten mm-hmm. to a plateau yet, but I do 40. Uh, push ups nice. four sets of 40 push-ups with 160 push-ups uh, every other day so um, awesome. and, and you know the deal with with that in particular deva is I don't like them but mm-hmm. you, what what gets me through them is number one my dad used to do 50 push-ups at a time I don't know how many times I'd get mm-hmm. tired of seeing him doing but he used to do that and uh, when I think about I've got to do 50. Well, let's say forty, because that's where I'm at right now. I yeah. gotta do forty push-ups, and I start counting backwards. Like, okay, that's only thirty. Now I have thirty-nine. Now I have thirty-eight. When I do mm-hmm. backwards, it's like, I, man, that's not. It just does. It's harder. But mm-hmm. when I think I just did ten, mm-hmm. I just did twelve. I just. It's a positive thing, you know. Going forward instead of going to you know trying to meet the the goal. It, it, it helps me psychologically. Same thing with, uh, and I do what I call 12s. So I do sets of, uh, I'll do 12 minutes of the bike, pushups, sit-ups and uh, crunches, and then 12 minutes of the bike. And then the same thing. And then 12 minutes on the elliptical again. So I do four sets of fours and, uh, breaking it up is easier, a mm-hmm. lot easier. It's still the same amount and probably more exercise because in between your heart's still moving. And, uh, and secondly, uh it, you know again I, I think about well that was eight minutes okay here we go nine minutes instead mm-hmm. of oh i got three more to go it's negative to me i don't know maybe that helps but uh but there again yeah. you know do whatever works and music I, I i read books and i read um articles about uh especially experts that say don't use music no mm. i can't <laughs> i have to use music yeah. you know because that that keeps me on on uh, on tempo and all that and as you know i'm a musician so uh mm-hmm. it, i enjoy it and that uh that It makes it more enjoyable if it is enjoyable. Now, the ultimate is when I get off that machine and I'm still breathing. When I survive my workout, that's a big, big deal for me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's the first step, I guess. You can't do anything else without surviving. Um, They used to tell us in ROTC that you can do anything five times or you can do anything for five minutes um, and the interval will change. But I I do the same thing with weightlifting. And right now I'm trying to do a lot of really slow and controlled movements um, and with as much weight as I can. Uh, And the goal for me is always 20, no matter what I'm doing. And it just helps to keep it simple. You can get into some Really complicated uh, workout plans, and those are all fun too. But I I try and do every exercise for twenty reps and do it really slow and controlled. But I do the same thing as you, and I think it would really help people. Um, because what I do is I just go one, two, three, four, five. Wow. I did five. Okay. Another five. That's 10 halfway there. Five yeah. more is 15. And then I actually do count down on the, on the last five usually. Cause it's like, I can do anything five times. One, right. two, three, four, five. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah.
0: Um, yeah. The other, the other fun thing, if anybody's wanting to get into pushups, um, uh, starting pushups, like starting to get into pushups, I think is the hardest, You don't have any of the muscle really trained. It's kind of muscle memory. Once you get into whatever form you want, you know, there's different types too. You can do tricep pushups where you have your hands closer to your chest, or you can have more of a chest focused pushup when your hands are further and you have to figure out what, what you like better um, or which one you want to, to practice. And so for me, what helped was I did something that a crazy person would do. And anytime I thought about push-ups, and usually it went like this. I thought about exercise or I saw someone exercising and I thought about push-ups immediately. I would have to do 20. And it start, at first it started at 20. But that meant I was doing it in Walmart parking lots, in Walmart. Uh, I was doing it <laughs> at at meetings, at school. And uh, that was funny for me because I got to share the story with other people when, when people – I was in the classroom or something, and I said, "Guys, I'm really sorry, but I'm doing this thing where I have to do 20 push-ups every time I think about push-ups because I'm trying to get better at them. And I just thought about push-ups, so I have to do push-ups. Sometimes people would do them with me, and yeah, it was cool. so it was so fun. Yeah. And it, it got to the point where uh, people at my we call it the, our squadron, our Civil Air Patrol squadron, uh, started doing it too, and they started to do the challenge with me. And so I had a little bit of accountability and, and team. So making it fun, find some kind of game that, yeah. that you enjoy. And I'm not going to force you to do it in a Walmart bathroom, but that's what worked for me. So. Yeah,
1: right. <laughs> well, and, and it also helps uh, many times to have uh, what, what I learned from Stephen Covey, an accountability partner, someone mm-hmm. that will do it with you or that you have to report to, or, or whatever. Uh, I remember one, um, uh, she was a major, she was a, an attorney. This was in Germany when I was stationed out there. And um I I did a talk for her organization and she agreed. She said, Oh yeah, that's what I need. An accountability partner. I said, well, I'll be your accountability partner. If you'll be mine. Mm -hmm. And so we agreed and uh, we agreed that every Monday we would uh, report in to tell us, tell each other how much we had done the uh, previous week. And I remember one time she, um, she wrote me a note and she said, chief, I could not get to the gym last week, but I'm going now and I'm going to spend two hours Mm-hmm. Wait, 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 you're not, you can't make it up. It's yeah. not going to work that way, uh, which is leading me to the uh, very important thing. When we talk about exercise, don't hurt yourself. You yeah. know, I, especially I, like this week, I've been on the road and I don't have, uh, I don't have what I need to do my regular routine. So when yeah. I get back home, uh, I'll, I'll want to start where I left off. And i I'm, again, I'm a little bit older than you probably not a good thing to start where i left off you know it's a smart mm-hmm. thing to build up again go back a couple of steps and build up maybe every other day until you until you get back to where where you should be but um uh because you know as you already know the the older you get the harder it is to recover that's the resilient part now you're recovering mm-hmm. do it right from the very beginning and you don't have to worry about it i think we said that at the very beginning
0: yeah, don't let yourself just dis- get discouraged either because there are so many people online nowadays, especially if you're my age, looking at all that stuff, who are just you know seemingly perfect. They post the highlight reel of them doing 48 billion pull-ups and you're thinking, wow, I can't even do one. And so let yourself realize that, you know, if, if you're working out, you are better than 80% of, of yeah. people around. And, and if you're bad at something, you know, start slow and you, you I promise you are not alone. <laughs> there are yeah. so many people that are just starting and trying to do their first push up. So, yeah. yeah. so yeah, definitely don't get discouraged there. Yep.
1: Anything is better than nothing. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, I was going to get into the next topic, but uh, I'm hungry. Let's talk about (laughs) diet next time.
0: Okay, it sounds great. Have a great week. You too. Thank you for listening. We hope that there was something that you heard in this episode that will help empower you to become a better
1: leader. A leader of character. If you'd like to connect with us, please email us at CLOC at leadershipandforesight.org.
0: Until next time, be great. This podcast is powered by the Institute for Leadership and Strategic Foresight.